and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. We are, as always, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT, and today we're going to be a very much about DDT, only DDT, probably, uh, because this is a very special episode. I am, as always, your host, Sonder Bjorn. With me today, I have Yannick, and oh, we hello. are joined by a special guest returning to the Dramatic Dream Dragons for the second time this year. Ashman, DDT English account, how are you doing? Hi guys, this is Ashman from DDT Pro Wrestling English account. I'm doing great guys, how are you guys doing? I am doing good. <laughs> yeah, we are, uh, me and Yannick have both just woken up because this is, <laughs> we are recording in the morning in, for Europe. Uh, Dylan unfortunately couldn't make it for this, or he might randomly show up during the, the recording because his internet went out before we started and it hasn't gone back yet. But if he randomly shows up, then his internet has come back. But we, of course, are going to talk about DDT today. Um, Ashman, how have you felt about DDT since the last time you were on here? We, of course, last time we had you on, we recorded right before Peter Pan. And I would say Peter Pan was a pretty successful show. Absolutely. I think DDT has been on a high, like finally a good upswing ever since, I guess, air quotes post-corona. Ticket sales has been getting better. We've been seeing more crowds at the shows. Uh, a lot of great stuff's happening. So I, I don't know. Like it's it's good. I feel like it's good. I hope you guys think it's good. What do you guys think? Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's a very special show for me because uh, you know I was there. We met there. <laughs> um, yes. It, there, some parts I really do cherish um to to this day and that my fandom kind of lifts off um especially thinking about the the title win for of eruption for example um that was still like that's still a moment that i think to this day and whenever a show has these moments i think it's it was a success yeah and of course, the eruption win was special for you, especially. But as the most, la- the biggest lasting point of the show was Chris Brooks just running into the crowd with the title. <laughs> like I remembered that moment, and I was like screaming of of joy. Uh, amazing! I really liked Peter Pan. It was a great like almost reset. Uh, and it it fell. I was very like happy when I ended the show with it. Uh, and Chris Brooks as the new champion. How have you felt his title reign has been, Ashman? Chris Brooks as uh, KOD Openweight Champion. I think so far it's been a great run. Um, wow. Where where do I start? Like this year, I, I feel like it's only been good title defenses so far. Like. Mm. We all know how insane the first one was with, with Shiggy, Shigehiro yeah. Irie. That was bonkers. Insane. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Probably the best thing, like the, the one match that saved, like honestly speaking, like on an objective 
point of view, well, like the thing that really made Big Bang memorable was the main event because it was insane. Mm. Yeah, that, then, yeah, that and the Irana and Arikido. <laughs> yes, and um, of course, you know this match with Saki Akai. It's like we thought yeah. the first one was good, and then they had the second one, which was trying not to use any swear words right now, but it was insane. Also, yeah. very good. The best match of uh, Saki Akai's uh, career, in my opinion. Absolutely, I... like. Those two have such good chemistry. Like, yeah, it's been a great run so far. September was so strong for Chris Brooks. I I gave him the MVP of September because the last two matches on, on my top ten of September was both his title defenses. <laughs> so like he he was having a great run uh, for September, and I I'm really looking forward to uh, Ultimate Party. But again, we'll talk about that later. Uh, and yeah, uh, business had it. I was very shocked when uh, the uh, Peter Pan did such a great number as it did. At, uh, like three, three and a half uh, k for uh, for Sumol was pretty impressive. I was very happy about that. A big oh, it's it. It's very good actually. Like uh, yeah. I, I don't want to you know toot my own horn, but you know, if you count like uh, individual, like. Uh, Promotion selling tickets at Ryogoku, like not counting all together, it's the or, or second New best Japan one. In <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you if you count, I mean, obviously New Japan is number one, but like yeah. if you skip like in the other New Japan shows, like DDT is the second best selling Ryogoku yeah. show of this year. So yeah, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, and we also saw on the Corkins following Peter Pan that uh, attendance was up. Oh yeah, and, uh, was it the yeah. Saki Akai show? Yeah, who's gonna top? Right, right, right. Who's gonna yeah? Top? Who's gonna Who's gonna top? Uh, got almost a thousand, which yeah, didn't happen in a long time. Yeah, it was, it was an insane show. Like I wish I was there at that particular Korokan Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had we had that. We had uh, the Saki Akai anniversary show. We had uh, we had the, the two fun beer garden show as well. Oh, uh, I love beer garden. <laughs> I mean, we all love beer garden, and I like the um, the six man match when where everyone changed costumes. I thought it was pretty funny, you know. Akiyama <laughs> yeah, yeah. wearing Maya's costume with the, with the hair wig. It was the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a very nice show. I, I think that was all... around the that was around the time we were recording with Chris, right? Yes. We did the interview with Chris uh, right before Big Bang, which I was very happy about. <laughs> like, awesome stuff. Um, then we can talk about the DDT Universal title. It's been kind of gone uh, uh, ever since Peter Pan. <laughs> he had what, what Universal title? Where did it go? I, I don't know. Matt Cardona won I... the title uh, versus Tetsuya Endo, and then he. It disappeared for two months and defended it against Bakayito again and was challenged by Mao after that. Uh, how have you felt about the DDT Universal title just being away almost? I feel like he could have defended the title more in America or wherever he went yeah. to like raise the prestige, but I guess, you know, when he has like 500 belts, it's nothing we can do about it. True. I must, I must say though, like the the flow of how Mao challenged for the belt was amazing, and it still lives yeah. 
rent free in my head. <laughs> yeah. Where he said like, uh, "I will erase you from DDT, mother clucker." <laughs> yes, please do that. That was the, that was the funniest thing. Like, I still remember. I can't read remember the whole promo right now. Like, if I told you, because like, it was the also, best promo like I heard this whole year. Also, coming straight of getting his ass beaten. Exactly. Yeah. Like he got his ass beat. He had no right to charge for the belt, and he no. dragged the cameraman, brought it backstage. Like, hey, I want to fight you, and like, that was insane. <laughs> Yeah, then we have the the, the, the extreme title. Uh, been around Kazuki Hirata for the entire run since uh, the last time you were here, uh, I think. Yeah, I am. Yep. Like at every every match it brings something new to the table. Every match is a, a enjoy a really enjoyable. I love the Yuki Sakaguchi match. I love the Hiroshima match. I, I love the Naruki Doi match. I love the Masada match. I I have been so high on this title run. Is it is it is it fair to say that the extre- Hirata's extreme title run is actually the best title reign this whole year? <laughs> well, it's it's, it's, it's hard, absolutely like, fair. It's this like Chris I'm has two insane title defenses, but like yes, but Hirata it's, it's, has it's, like it's very short until now. I'm still heartbroken like, about Shun Mao. Yeah, yeah, Shun Mao, like, man, they had such a good thing going on, like... Yeah. Uh, it breaks my heart, like, I, I want to see Shun Mao back in the ring again. Is... Mm. Every day I wish I wake up and Shun Mao's back in the ring. Yeah. Uh, how have, What are your favorite moments of the Kazuki Rado of Tyrone so far? Which one aren't my favorite ones? Because like everything's been like, I don't even know where to start. Like, uh, the most recent one was uh, what was the most recent? One? I guess Masara. Like, you know how he, yeah. yeah, like um, how they're like, hey, you know, he has no friends. Okay, very okay, sorry, very few friends according to Masara. Very very few, maybe like enough where you can count in one hand. So Hirata's like, yeah, I'll help you make friends. You know, through a title match, it was insane. Uh, I like the Sakaguchi match with the with the balloons. My mom was there live to watch that match, and she thought it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I I have to say that uh, Hirado's extreme title reign has a a great uh, like almost second player, and that is you on the DDT English account. <laughs> Because uh, no, man, like it's it's <laughs> the translations help the matches so much. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I I feel like without the translations, the match the match is gonna be like so lost. But like, <laughs> I'm trying my best to preserve the best parts without yeah. losing every single thing. Because you know, mm. there's so much going on in the match. Sometimes you lose some parts, but like, I think it it's it depends a little. Um... Like the the Sakaguchi match would probably work fine without. Yeah, yeah. But the Hiroshima one would have been terrible. Yeah, and especially the Masara one because like, uh, you yeah. know how like the second part where they had the the base the basketball match in between. Yeah. <laughs> and then like uh, Hirata's like, okay, now it's a chance. Like it was straight out of a, like a scene from Slam Dunk the manga, and then Masara shot and he missed, and then Hirata. 
um, not Hirata, it was a mic on on the microphone. And he was like, oh, yeah, Masada missed a shot, but he made friends along the way. <laughs> um, then we have the KOD six-man tag titles. Um, been around the eruption since Peter Pan. And the eruption became belt collectors and won the All Japan's uh, six-man TV titles also, which we didn't even know existed until they won them. Um, wow. I wouldn't say that. But... I, I, did, I did not know they ex- the, the, the All Japan six-man titles existed until they won them. I'll be very frankly honest, me neither. <laughs> um, I... Like them winning, Yannick, you said it was a special moment. Hideki Ukitani cracking down and cr- crying uh, was very special. And it was... Like he was showing so much emotion. And yeah. I'm like, wow, it's... I haven't seen Ukitani in so long. And it's so rare to see uh, Ukitani show emotion. So it, it made the moment even better. And yeah, uh, Eruption... I, I kind of mix them with the now All Japan versus DDT feud that is kind of going on on the sidelines, uh, which I really like. I am very high on this. Um, I loved when uh, ev- uh, when Burning went over to All Japan and like got their ass kicked, <laughs> like Okada got his ass kicked. <laughs> I thought that oh, was an yeah. awesome match. And I, that was I'm amazing, really, yeah. Yeah. I am really like high on this like all Japan DDT interpromotional thing going on right now, and it kind of was started by Eruption winning the six man titles. So um, first, how how have you thought? Uh, how what have you thought about Eruption's last six man title reign? Again, just like Chris and like Hirata, it's been great. Uh, I don't think there was a bad match so far. It's been great. Mm. Like, uh, like I wouldn't say bad, but like maybe I guess the last one wasn't as special because, uh, I mean, no offense to like Takagisa or Ishin Akito, but like the rest had like some kind of uh, story going on between them. And yeah, sure, I guess like the 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 Takagi Akito or Ishin led to something else further along the way, but it's been amazing. Like you know, Sakaguchi and the six man belts feels just so right together. Okatani and Akai with a legendary run, and you know I'm very glad to see that they're that Saki is you know going off with the belts in hand. Yeah, yeah, in- interesting that uh, she is retiring with the title. Uh, very cool. Yeah, uh, and I just want to drop here, like uh, you know, she's doing all this, and yet she didn't even make it in the PTWI Women's Top 250. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> oh yeah. no, we have two of those on the podcast now. No. <laughs> Why do you care? I mean, I mean, I just, I just felt like you know, it was, it felt like it just didn't feel right with me. But yeah, uh, yeah we, we, me and Ash talked talked about it the, the, the day off, and yeah, well, let's not talk about it because Yannick gets annoyed. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Anyways. Um. Yeah. Anyways, All Japan versus DDT. Uh, kind of interpromotional feud going on right now. Uh. What is this leading to? Do you know? I have no idea, but I, I like where this is going because, like, uh, all Japan and DDT are just, I don't think they're, it's like water and oil, but it works mm. so well somehow. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, 
all Japan style and DDT style, like probably the furthest things that complements each other, but it works with uh, Eruption in the center, Akiyama just, you know, getting, I don't know, the consequences of sins he apparently has not paid for for some reason, I don't know. Yeah, we even saw on the last uh, All Japan Korokin, um, Soshiro Takagi brought out the, the bicycle and ran over people. <laughs> like, like he is bringing the dramatic dream, uh, dream team style over to All Japan every time he's over there. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's like, I just hope the uh, All Japan fans are enjoying it as much as the DET fans are enjoying the All Japan guys going over. Because it's, it's nice to see like a, yeah. a little bit more fresh, fresh stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, whenever we get um, we did the All Japan Juniors on DDT shows, we just win, especially yeah. Dan Tamura. Oh yeah, he he's so he is so good. Like I've not watched him before the DDT, the All Japan stuff, but like he he's been definitely on my radar ever since I saw him on the shows. They're just yeah. The tag um, team and Atsuki had with, with Toy Kojima and Ueno was awesome. Yeah. All Japan becoming good again um, is definitely one of the more unexpected um, <laughs> yeah. situations this year. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. would never expect it like, to see uh, All Japan's, I don't know, like... Uh, Nakajima going there. That was a very big surprise. Oh, just going yeah. in and like, you know, it's it's good that they are doing so well also because you know, having everyone doing well, it's gonna be great for the whole business. Yeah. Uh then <laughs> a title that kind of has been forgotten about in DDT. Uh the last title I want to talk touch on before we talk uh, talk about Ultimate Party and the rest. Uh the KOD tag titles. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, we're addressing the elephant in the room. Yes, we have to because, <laughs> um, man, uh, when we last uh, spoke, Daisuke Sasaki and MJ Paul had just won them uh, of, of after the vacant match. After Shunmao had to re- uh, had to vacate it, then Omega won it in Yuji Hino's last uh, K- uh, KOD run, maybe. Then. Damnation TA, Kanon and Minoru Fujita won it, and then Roman Stone won it. Uh, all like we won, we won the like only lose it on first defense here. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I, it's one of the titles that I've always loved in DDT, and right now I'm so cold on it. <laughs> I can understand because like it feels like, I mean, again. I think I said the last time I don't work on booking, so I don't know who does. And like I don't have any influence to say whatever. But like, uh, it's one of the belts that it feels like it's been lost in the mix with everything else going on crazy, crazy whole runs. Yeah, but somehow it feels like having it on Romance Dawn just kind of feels right, though. Yeah, yeah. With Romance Dawn, I think people are definitely split on Romance Dawn. I quite like them. They just get the I lo- worst challengers. <laughs> I, I like romance songs. Like, yeah, it's but, it's good to see so much Takao actually going all out for once. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad you said that. Um, 
but yeah, I I hope Romans don't keep them uh, going off uh, Peter Pan. But of course, we we'll talk about that because Romans don't they they have they have potential as a, as the tag team uh, that holds the titles, uh, and with no like with most of the tag teams right now being kind of busy with other stuff, like Chris is busy with the main event scene, so CDK can't go for the titles. Uh, Mao is injured. No, no, Shinma is injured, so Shinmao can't try to win the titles back. It, it, it really, it, it kind of just fits to have it on a Gone Pro team right now and have them try to make something of it. Um, I I mentioned him there. Uh, Yuji Hino uh, stepped away from DDT um, since the last time we spoke. How have you, how have you felt about this? Do you know any details about this? No, absolutely no. But I I'm, I'm gonna be very sad not seeing him because he's such a nice guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, he beats the crap out of people in the ring, but he's such a nice individual to be around. And I'm gonna miss him. But you know, like he said, you know. Family comes first, and uh, yeah, it he says that it's not going to be the last time you'll see him. So uh, yeah. I cannot wait to see him in a DDT ring once again. But you know, uh, it's going to be uh, I guess a change of a guard with uh, Yuji Hino stepping out of DDT. Like it feels like a lot of changes are happening while DDTs are going. It's like DDTs going upwards this year. Like it's a lot of people moving in, people moving out. So I guess yeah. it's just the time. You know, yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, he said he's gonna be back. Uh, when they when he passed through his town, uh, like when he can. I them. <laughs> I think it's Osaka actually because he has already had a match in Osaka Pro since. Oh. Uh, going okay. going all away, but yeah. Um, he I had think... that on the twenty first of October. So yeah. I, maybe Osaka will be his home base from now. Probably, because I, I I believe he is from Osaka. So... He is from Osaka. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I guess DDT has two shows in Osaka on January 7th and 8th, I guess. Was it 5th or 6th, 7th and 8th? Somewhere around there. So uh, yeah, 7th and 8th. So maybe we might see him again there, hopefully. Speaking of things that have gone away since we last talked, no more sexy time in DDT because pheromones are gone. Uh, How do you feel about pheromones? Uh, Akito has to pay for his sins. I'm I'm so sad, you know, that pheromones had to go away. Like I can understand why. Like my my take on this probably is that uh, I mean again I don't know what's going on, but like I guess with Imanari leaving his uh, role full time mm. as DDT like film guy and i don't know koju's been do busy koju things and you know i can't understand maybe like you know like pheromones had had a, had a nice long run too long would have been a bit too too spoil what's already there but it was nice yeah. the finale was a very nice finale we got to see uh uh tetsuya herakles endo again that was the best part of the whole finale so yeah the finale was glorious that's amazing. Like they can hang that yeah, the butts higher in the place of glory. True. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I, in my opinion, uh, 
Pheromones going away opens Yuki Ino to be pushed without having the uh, sexy gimmick alongside it, which will make yeah. him more, way more like more, more people will be made way more positive about his push then. And I, I am think looking that can, forward that can to work see him. Yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to see what he what he comes back as. Uh, because it I, is interesting yeah. that ever since they uh, pheromones disbanded, he has not been on any shows. Yeah, because like he had to again because uh, the pheromones disbanding. What actually happened was actually only touched upon on the YouTube stream, mm. like four hours after the show ended, which I didn't really cover. But like the TLDR was that Akito had them to do a, a pheromone judgment, and yeah. the overall like the. The decision was that uh, Dino harassed Eno into uh, becoming sexy against his will, which is actually like a, a parody of like the the joint entertainment scandal in Japan. So like uh, like seniors bullying juniors to doing what they didn't want to do, uh, and the overall judgment was that uh, Imanari was fired, even though he already left Cyberfight. <laughs> um, yeah, Ino will be going into a anti-pheromone facility to get treatment with Akito visiting him, and okay. Dino had to change his yeah, and Dino had to change his uh, his his what you call it, uh, his gimmick going forward. That's why he's on like a slump right now. Yeah, it's crazy how different he already feels. Yeah, on, the, on these shows. But hey, on the plus side, we're getting like Dino, Oishi, and Akiyama, and like I I think it's a great trio theme. So. Yeah. On the last recording, me and Dylan uh, reviewed uh, God Bless, and he he was like, "Oh, I sk- I skipped the Dino match because, of course, I did." And I said, "Like, no, this was actually good. <laughs> this was it, Dino it, was it was great. It was charming because I find Dino doing the like sexy spots. I find it so much more charming when it's only him. It's it's like he's like doing it, but like it's not working anymore because like." The yeah. pheromone, uh, the the pheromone, like everybody has like the pheromone, like a uh, antivirus inside the body. So like, all his shtick isn't working anymore. And then like Oishi being like the good friend he is, and also because he has nothing to do with uh, Hino leaving DDT, so he's trying to have, like build a spot for himself in the company, and at the same time helping his friend Dino and dragging in Akiyama for no reason it was just amazing. Like, the the weird dynamic between these three is great, and I cannot wait to see like. How is this going to happen going forward? Yeah, for sure. And uh, that brings us to Ultimate Party, uh, the the big thing coming up, uh, coming up soon. On the twelfth of no- uh, November, in two weeks, Tokyo Real Goku Kokigigan Sumo Hall. We have the full card, twelve matches. Long, long DDT show. Always the big shows are always uh, this full. Full opening match: staggered entry tag rumble. Kanon and MJ Paul versus Naruki Doi and Kasumasumi versus Yusuke Okada and Yuukuruku versus Toiko Jima and Yuki Ishida versus Uni and Rukia. So the normal dark match. Uh, get everyone on the card match. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. But hey, Ishida's finally coming back, and I cannot wait to see him again. Doskoi, Doskoi, huh? Yeah, oh, good. He, has, he has been missed. 
He really he's has such, done, man. He he's such a, he brings like he is the guy who changed Harimau into like murderous killers into like hey let's just have fun and doskoi shit, man. I'm um, Nakatsu really walks a a fun line there. Yeah, like he's the guy who's like sometimes fooling around with Ishida or like he's just gonna kick the crap out of you or something like that, and mm. you know it 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 brings a nice like um. Yin Yang balance to Higuchi's straight man, super serious guy gimmick. When was the last time Nakatsu was in? It's been a while. It's been a while. I think, think Basara is having a, a tournament right now, so he's busy oh, on, on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Higuchi is oh. also in that tournament, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a tag tournament. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Well, uh, then we have the Tokyo Joshi Pro offer six women tag Yuki Arai, Moko Miyamoto, and Shinu Suzuki versus Susume, Arisu Endo, and Wakana Uehara. For people that don't follow Tokyo Joshi Pro listening, uh, these people are basically the future. They like half of the people in here are, are people that debuted this deck like in the 2020s. Uh, I think actually most of them. I think Susume is the yeah. only one that hasn't. Uh, de- de- Susume debuted in 2019, and everyone else debuted after 2020. So interesting, interesting match. Uh, I love that they are showcasing the future. I think this is going to be really fun. Absolutely, it's exactly the thing I was going to say because, like, yeah, you could bring in like no offense to like uh, Yamashita, Nakajima, Sakazaki. Like, we all we are all very like well known to what they can do. So it's nice to see that yeah, like Takajoshi is bringing the future. You know, these these six are the ones that are probably going to lead the the next gen of Takajoshi going forward. And um, I cannot wait to see how the fans enjoy the match because it's going to be a great match. Yeah, I mean, anytime Daisy Monkey gets a match on the big show, it's awesome. So yes, yes, Daisy Monkey is so good, and hopefully that one guy who screams Wakana. Yes, I want to say Wakana guy <laughs> needs to be there. Wakana guy, like he's the best. Yeah, uh, then a special eight man tag: Sanjiro Takagi, Akito, Makoto Ishii, and uh, Shinshiro uh, Kamimatsu versus Yoshitatsu, Yoshihiko, Tanjiro Kudino, and Super Sasu Dango Machine. The normal, like, veteran uh, eight-man tag here. It's going to be interesting to see uh, Yoshihiko. I, yeah, it's going to be fun here. It's it's the usual uh, authority versus anti-authority match, because now we don't have pheromones to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and also with, like, Dino and uh, Sodango being, like, a... Buddies that debuted at the same time. I'm sure you know, like Sasadango is trying to help him, you know, like the same thing Oishi has done. So the dynamic is going to be great. And I mean, Yoshiko, you know, with a, a very big star from overseas coming down, I'm sure people are going to be remembering Yoshiko from this match, hopefully. Of course. Uh, then, special, special six man tag DDT versus Voodoo Murderers of All Japan. Yunakiyama, Hiroshima, and Yukio Naya versus Yun Saito, Rei Saito, and Tonshio. So this was kind of set up on uh, the Korokin. I mean, the match was already announced, but uh, on the Korokin, especially uh, Yun Saito and Rei Saito, who are the uh, All Japan Tag Champions right now, attacked Yukio Naya during his match with Yukiruku, and 
with Ray Saito being in the DO, it I feel like this match is just here to build off Voodoo Murders as the, this like invaders invader force, and I think it's gonna be a lot of like brawling and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's basically it. I mean, uh, it's it's nice to see again the uh, the all Japan crossover here and. You don't seeing all this like big man match in the DDT show. Not often we can see it, and I I think it's nice because like Naya can fight someone like someone in his I guess in his weight class. So it's gonna be some something I guess maybe you could bring a different side of Naya. We could see a more vicious side that he's been learning from Hino. So I think he might be a very important guy in this match you now. With and we have like Harashima and uh, Akiyama helping him. So you know I think it's gonna be a good. Ray Saito is gonna be the big guy in the Dio, so yeah, it's basically set up to that, like you said. So hopefully yeah. it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Saito Brothers are so so. Um, oh, Sandra knows. I don't know if you have seen it. They had this amazing uh, 37 minute match with uh, Kento and Yuma. For oh, yeah, the... I watched it. It was great. I liked it. It was it was really really Impor- good. Important important to note. They had it with Kento, Miyahara, and Yuma Aoyage, the two best wrestlers in all Japan. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's pretty hard not to have a great match with those two. <laughs> uh, I mean, they managed it before. Yeah. Um. So we'll see how this will be. But Toshi, so uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he probably won't I... do that much. <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess, you know, it, it just fits for, like, the yeah, disabled thing, so it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, then we have a special singles match. Uh, returning Kurushio Tokyo Japan versus Takeshi Masada. Kurushio Tokyo Japan, as me and Dylan discussed on the last episode, it is Ikimanjiro back in DDT under a new name. Well, he has renamed himself to Kurushio Tokyo Japan everywhere. How how do you feel about him? <laughs> how how do you feel about Ikimanjiro being back? Um, how can you not love like Ikimanjiro? Like he just brings so much joy to the ring when he comes out. Yeah, I like him. Um, I like him. He's 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 great and like you know it's been so, he feel, he just feels right to be in Japan. So yeah, I'm happy he's back. I know a lot of people that. Well, if Dylan was can live without him, (laughs) Dylan would not be uh, like. On the last episode, uh, Dylan and me talked about uh, his return for like ten minutes, and it was basically Dylan just shitting on him a lot. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm mixed on him. I've I've never really been that huge of a fan of him, but I can see this being this working maybe. Uh, it will be interesting to see him back at least. Um, I think he has his actual return match, uh, his like first match back on uh, Saturday this week. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, like his return match. Yeah, I, I think that was on his produce show in Shinuku Face, and I think it was him versus Yamato in the main event, <laughs> which is like insane. Uh, then we have Damnation lore match, I call this. Daisuke Sasaki versus Tetsuo Endo. Damnation, the two parts of Damnation for an eternity. What do you think about this, Ash? 
I mean, I'm just going to say this, like, Takagi booked this match because he knows personally. that my two favorite wrestlers is Daisuke Sasaki and Tetsuya Hento. And I get to call it, so this is just me being like, I don't care about five-star matches. I just don't watch my two favorite guys fight. <laughs> yeah. But, like, with, with, with these two on the card, like, I feel like something's going to be in play. I don't know. But, like, there must be something in play I, with these two on the card again. I think when I saw this announced first, I said, this is where y- Yuki Ino makes his return. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, I feel like he's going to get in there. Like, he's gonna, either going to be in Burning or is he going to be in Damnation? Yeah, yeah that's that's exactly what I said. Like, he, he's either going to be Burning or he's going to be Damnation. <laughs> like, like can this... you imagine, like, everybody's favorite Yuki Sexy Ino becomes, I don't know, super evil top heel in DDT Yuki Ino like this might change the whole DDT face from this year onwards holy shit yeah uh, whatever happens I, I, I'm i sure people will uh, either not like it or love it I will be in the, the middle <laughs> I, I will be enjoying the match regardless because it's my two favorite guys anyway yeah I, this could be a really good match, or they can fall into their worst tendencies. It will be interesting to to see where on the court this match will happen. Right now, it's situated on match number six, so in the middle of the card. Yeah, of we, we, I don't, yeah card, card order, of course, subject to change. Uh, then the next match uh, is the KOD uh, tag team title match. I mean... Roman Stone, Somutakao, and Shoto making their first defense versus Masahiro Takanashi and Antonio Honda. Yeah, uh, I think it can be ch- charming in its own way, as long as it doesn't go like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if like we all know, like Honda can go serious if he goes serious. So yes, he it can be a very good match. It can just while. be, yeah. The last time was I think when he fought with. Uh, Takeshita in that one match on uh, Korakuen, that six-man yes. tag, uh, yeah, that I was so I... good for no reason. Yeah, but what, what so, do you think yeah. about this uh, title, ma- title match? Um, I, I hope that uh, Romance Dawn can keep showing that they are the ones who will continue to... I feel like it's going to be a match that Romance Dawn comes out on top, so... Because uh, if the belt drops again and it's gonna be potato two yet another team, I feel like it's not gonna look good on the belt. So, I think Do it's you... the time for Roman Stone to prove that like they are the ones who're gonna keep the belt for a little bit longer than usual. Do you think the tag gauntlet from the start is like number one contenders or anything? Hmm. That because I, I'm be calling, I'm calling for the Kuroku and Okada <laughs> challenge for a long while now. Yeah, I, I, we've been asking for that for a long time. That is true. I, I would like to see that for sure. Absolutely, like Kuroku yeah, and Okada taking belts would be a very good, like, if they can take it and hold it for a long while, be very good for the belt and them. So, you know, I would like to see that happening. Please. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then the big, the big interpromotional match, singles, special singles. Uh, well, it was a special singles. Now it's an Iron Man Heavy Metal title defense. Hiromu Takahashi, if he's still champion by then, yeah, it is. It's twelve days after all. Uh, versus Kazuki Hirata. 
New Japan versus DDT. I I have loved everything they have do, done in, for this match in the build. I I have a feeling it's going to be so like filled with Hirata shenanigans and Hiromu wanting to do like everything. Yeah. I'm very very looking forward to this match. Yeah, I feel like everyone's going in for this show to watch a Takeshita match, but everyone's going to remember this match for sure. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, we, we know the history, like, hey, for people who don't know, back, back, you know, 12 years ago, there was, like, a very small, like, a DDT show called the DDT Wakate Tsushin, uh, the shows with uh, the young generation back then. Uh, there was, like, two young New Japan guys. Uh, one was called Hiromu Takashi. One was called um, uh, Mikami, Mikami, Mikami uh, Kiyosuke. I don't know what happened to that guy. You know, he disappeared somewhere in the world. Who knows what happened yeah. to him? Um, they they were they were doing very well in in this uh, small area with like Hirata and Hiromu. His very first singles match victory was against Hirata. They've not fought ever since. Like you know, many many matches. Here. And twelve years later, Hiromu's like the number one junior in New Japan. Hirata's uh, been having an amazing stellar run as the extreme champion, and we've known Hiromu traveling like to practically every promotion to in the world this year have a, have a match and this is probably going to be one of the more memorable ones because it's not going to be a straight up like super junior wrestling showcase it's going to be Hiromu having fun with Hirata hopefully with some silly like there's going to be a, a rule for this match but we don't know what it is yet so mm. I I actually went on the cage match and <laughs> Kyosuke be coming yep that's El Desperado before he was El Desperado what? No, uh, that's not possible. They, they must be different guys, man. Desperado no. is from Mexico. <laughs> no, it's El Desperado. We've never seen El Desperado without a mask. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, have you seen the two in the same ring? Can you confirm? It has it, actually one match I want to dig up from this. I hope <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling it's not on the New Japan World. Didn't but... he lose his mask like this weekend? Yeah, yeah, he did. In the match. <laughs> He did. There is one match from the when when they were rookies uh, that I want to kind of dig up. Uh, Hiromu and uh, Kiyosuke Mikami, eldest brother versus Kazuki Rada and Shinshiro Tominaga. That sounds yes. really fun. I, I hope I that have is not watched it. I want to watch it. Like we got to find this somewhere, man. Like it's so good. Like the quality of talent in that match. Yeah. Uh, if only New Japan World's search engine was better, then I could maybe find it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> alas. Japanese websites and work uh, and search yeah. engines. Uh, then yeah. the DDT Universe title match. Matt Corona making his second defense versus Mao. Let's hope this is a title uh, switch. <laughs> Please be a title switch. Like, uh, no offense to Cardona, but like, uh, he. It would be nice to see him do more defenses, but like with Mao, you know, this year, even after losing to Endo, saying like he might not have the belt, but he is the embodiment of the Universal title, which I totally agree with. And, you know, yeah. he's very popular in America. So, and he's traveling at the end of the year as well. So it'd be nice for him to actually bring the Universal title to, to America. And it would be good for Mao after having a not so amazing run after losing Shunma to injury. 
The only the only reason I would have Matt Cardona win here if it's if it's Mao is winning the deal, like that. Yeah. Then I would be okay with Matt Cardona re- uh, retaining. But if Mao isn't winning the deal, then Mao should win here. Oh, you mean the the Mao Grand Prix, like he said yesterday? Yeah. True. Wow. <laughs> then the the big emotional match of the show the. The one that was first announced that would that was gonna happen, Sakya Kai retirement match, strong, noble, beautiful. Sakya Kai, Yuki Sakaguchi, and Hideki Ugutani teaming up one last time. Eruption versus Naomichi Marufuji, Kasusada Higuchi, and Milya Mashita. I this must have been handpicked by uh, uh, Sakya herself. I love it. On paper, like I can't wait for this. Uh, it's gonna be sad. Uh, saying goodbye to Sakakai is gonna be weird. Yeah. So, how how are you feeling about the match uh, on paper? The opponents she picked up for her last match. Man, she's not coming out of this show alive, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she said she said she wanted to die in her last match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like she if she wanted to die in her last match, yeah, like. You couldn't pick a better trio than like the cyber fight last boss unit or yeah. something. Like this tree could win any belt, any trio's belt if they wanted to. It's insane the level of people she chooses to go chooses to go against for her last match. It's it's gonna be great. Like we know all this six can do great stuff. It's probably gonna be great in the ring. She's gonna cry. We are gonna cry. It's gonna be emotional, but like what a way to send your, your career off with a bang. And probably a knee or like something to the face. Yeah, a skull kick to the to the head from you. Uh, that's what I predict. Absolutely, absolutely. And this is yeah, this is really a special match. I have one singular criticism, and it. Um, is regarding the poster because we all know the Cyberfight poster game is the best in the world. Yes. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Why is Marufuchi in the middle? It should <laughs> it should be Higuchi. Yes. Because he's the vice president of Cyberfight, I guess. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> Saki is at, uh, over on top of the mall. Um, yeah, but it Higuchi makes sense. Is like the one with the history. It, it should be like Higuchi or Okatani, to be honest. But like yeah. Higuchi's comments, it just says thank you very much. Yeah, true. Um, we'll talk more about Sake Kai after we've done uh, talking about Ultimate Party because I want to talk a lot about her in the end there. Uh, but yeah, um, what do you think is going to happen to Eruption? After Sakika retires, because then it will only be Yukio and Hideki. Yeah, it's gonna be because like uh, they don't have Higuchi anymore. Obviously, uh, yeah. I guess they might be like the the CDK thing where they're just the two theming with other people on occasion. And hey, it might lead to a Sakaguchi Okatani tag title run perhaps in the future. Or maybe they, they might, might go solo. They might already be tag champs uh, at the point of the show because they are challenging for the All Asia. Ex- oh, yes, that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. Good. 
that is the thing that's happening. Um, I mean, like, uh, obviously, Sakaguchi is like a fifth they are, this year. They're also in the real world tag league in all Japan. Yeah, yeah, they're probably working, focusing on that. So yeah. that's obviously what's happening in the in the short term, which is really good because Okatani's get to fight with all these people of like caliber. It's gonna be great for him, and you know, yeah, I feel like this is the time where Okatani should shoot for the top, and he deserves to be on top because he's amazing. Like, mm. already mentioned on the show, Okatani in next month is gonna get the opportunity to face Kento Mehara and Yuma Aoyagi. And as yeah. I said, you can't have a yes. bad match with those two. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah, I I am really looking forward to Eruption's uh, All Japan Railroad Tag League, uh, and I I hope them two uh, as a duo continues uh, after Sake Car retires. Yeah. Um, it just feels right that they continue. You know, like it'll be weird to like, okay, yeah, uh, Akai is gone. Okay, you guys break up. Like, no more tagging or whatever. Yeah. Then dramatic dream match, uh, big, big outsider, big AEW lore match. Chris Jericho versus Konosuke Takeshita. I this will be Chris Jericho's first appearance in DDT. This will be his first match in DDT. Uh, yeah, I am really happy that AEW let you guys run this. <laughs> I I I would never expect it to like yeah you know Chris Jericho's gonna be DDT like who's got that on their bingo card this year like my goodness yeah for sure it's uh, a it's an interesting match um yeah oh, please continue it is interesting because AEW kind of haven't let uh, DDT get that many big <laughs> interpromotional matches that that has been like my big thing like. Yeah, he had the got, same thing the last time. AEW got Konosuke Takeshita, the, the like, biggest star in DDT over the last five years. And DDT got like maybe... Um, like they, they got one time uh, Chris, uh, Kip Sabian. Because Other like Kip that, Sabian, uh, Nick Wayne before he joined AEW so yeah. far. Uh, <laughs> like, DDT didn't get a lot from this, this partnership. But I now mean, they're I getting mean, like, when, when... <laughs> first time singles match. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, like, uh, it, I guess I understand because you know how, like, you know, the, the rankings in wrestling goes, like, you know, bigger companies, smaller companies. So I guess yeah. it kind of makes sense, you know, it's just how it is, but... Hey, like, you know, Chris Jericho, whether you like him or not, he's going to bring more eyes to the product. So if it means that Chris Jericho helps, you know, more people to learn how great DT is, it's good. If he helps, you know, like, uh, hey, he, he likes Japan. He loves Japan. I hope he likes DDT. Uh, I hope it's going to be a great match. You know, Takeshita, like we said earlier, you know, he beat Kenny Omega twice in one week. And now he's not doing anything, which he should he should be AEW champion. But I digress. Yeah, we we talked a lot about that off air, uh, <laughs> and yeah, the, 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 like Takeshita on AEW TV has become a background actor in the Don Callis story, um, and it really sucks. But I am I am happy that he gets this big singles match here, that Absolutely. they are allowing this big uh, because Jericho. 
as you said, say what you will about him, he will bring eyes to the product. And that is always a win for me. Yeah, so, you know, good, it's a win for him. He gets to have his return match in Japan. DDT gets more eyes. Takeshita and Draco hopefully has a great match. It depends, who knows. Yeah. He's uh he got knocked out by Takeshita what? due to reasons on AWTV and now he's touring with about, <laughs> What do you think about Chris Jericho saying that he will give Takeshita his greatest match ever? <laughs> I mean, very honestly, that's very debatable because uh, he's already had a match with Kenny Omega, so debatable is um I put it. I mean, if Jericho pulls the, pulls all the stuff, it could be a very good match. I wouldn't say it's going to be the best match, but, you know, it's going to be the probably the most viewed match of Takeshita's Japanese career, at least, probably. Uh, I hope Dylan, it's going to be good. Dylan said on our last recording that this is going to be Jericho doing all the DDT tropes. Like, he, he like, said, oh, he's going to win the Iron Man Heavy Metal title during the match, and, like, there's going to be so It would so be nice to see him stuff. win. It would be nice to see him win the Iron Man title. Like, if we see, like, some Jericho and Yoshiko, like, crossover, that's already a win there. Yeah. I I, I just think that uh, Jericho doing, like, all the DDT tropes in one match would be very Jericho. It would be very on-brand for him. Yeah. Maybe he pulls out, like, the most, like, Takeshi's like, I'm gonna beat you like the, to a bloody senseless Papa Jericho's like you know what I'm gonna use your DDT stuff again too it would be a very nice uh, I guess play against uh, Takeshita but I don't know it's gonna be I hope it's good it's gonna be good uh, probably a fireball be... or two in there yeah I'll be you know like I'm a wizard I'm a Mahotsuka I don't know he may use some like Bakayaro or something like that and yeah. yeah again plus I never thought I would be doing a Chris Jericho match and commentary in my lifetime but here we go. Yeah, for sure. Then the main event. KOD Oboy title. Chris Brooks versus Yuki Ueno. The uh, third defense for Chris Brooks. I I, I feel so bad for Yuki Ueno because I want him to lose this so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't say goodbye to this Chris Brooks title right yet. I agree with you because, like, Chris has been literally like the one guy who's been pushing DDD to the top by pushing himself to the top he's been having a great title run he's been pushing a lot of people on the side with his Bakagaijin shows he just went to Thailand this weekend with the belt it was the first time the belt went to overseas this year surprisingly not in America who could have guessed yeah because Yuji Hino held the title at the time and he yeah unfortunately he didn't bring because he didn't go over but alas uh, it's going to be a good match. We all know, you know, Chris Brooks, Yuki Ueno, they're close off the ring. They have very good chemistry in the ring. It's going to be a great DDT match. Uh, I don't want to see Chris Brooks win, like, because it would be nice to see Yuki Ueno finally get the big one. But I, I agree, because I don't want to say goodbye to Chris's amazing title reign. So I feel like it can go anyway. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, me and me and Dylan talked about this on the last show, and we we kind of said like Ueno doesn't really have the momentum Chris had when he won the title. Ueno, because what has Ueno done since Peter Pan? He got he has gotten beaten up by Tegashita. 
That has been like what he has <laughs> done for the most part. He hasn't he hasn't have these had these like big wins to justify him winning here. Right. Like uh he, he got destroyed by Takeshita. He Yeah, he's been doing stuff here and there. I mean uh, him and Mal beat destroyed... Takeshita and uh, Sasaki. Didn't they beat Sasaki yeah. and Takeshita? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they pinned Sasaki if I'm not wrong. Like they got beaten by uh, Sasaki the whole time. Takeshita beat Sasaki. They pushed yeah. the the story away. Ueno got roped in with uh, the the Aoyagi and Tamura match. Then he had uh, it's been here and there. Maybe yeah. who knows? Like maybe this could be the the one thing to you know like he could win the belt and then you know start something amazing. And who knows, maybe him winning the belt would get Takeshita roped in again and like, oh, you're not ready to become champion and then squash him. Who knows? I, or, I no, just maybe... think that uh, Ueno needs to like win over Takeshita to justify him be- winning the title yeah. from Chris. <laughs> who knows, maybe like Takeshita, if, if the case that Ueno beats Chris here and Takeshita steps up to be the first uh, challenger... That's gonna be pretty big because, like, are we gonna see Ueno get destroyed by Takeshita again, or is he finally gonna like uh, beat his demons in Takeshita and finally get one up? So it feels like the, the it feels like everything is stacked against Ueno right now. But like you know, he feels like he really gotta win the belt. But he got, I think he lost to Chris in the most recent encounter. Yes, he got he got pinned by Chris. He got pinned directly by the the Prey Mantis Bomb, right? Yes. Yeah, so it feels like the cards are stacked against Ueno, but like when you know push comes to shove, Ueno's, Ueno might just go all out and he might be going into the DO as champion. Yeah, and the defending champion of the DO also. So yeah, so a... that that could bring a different uh, dynamic to the whole uh, the DOC because Chris is going in as champion as of current, but if yeah. Ueno wins the belt and he goes into Dio as defending Dio champion and openweight champion like I don't know how is that gonna how would that affect Dio it's gonna be a different aspect to it how many yeah. times has yeah. Weno challenged already a lot uh, <laughs> a lot and never won one so yes he could be desperate who knows but yeah I feel like you know like Chris is definitely it feels like Chris is definitely going to go and continue his long reign. Yeah, long he should reign. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this uh, this will, this will be his first defense since he lost... The, his first challenge since he lost to Gucci. And I think he surprisingly didn't challenge in 2021, even though I thought he did. Uh yeah, I believe yeah. Uh, ever since he he couldn't beat Higuchi January this year. Yeah, yeah. no, it was uh, December oh, last year. Never mind, never December, yeah. December. Yeah, because like I was pretty sure he was gonna beat Higuchi in December last year. Like, I felt like if Higuchi's gonna drop the belt, like that was the right time because we don't felt like he was high. So, hmm, I don't know. Okay, this so... feels like it's 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 seventy five to Chris and maybe eighty to Chris and twenty percent to Ueno. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two times in 2020, one time in 2022. 
And so this will be his fourth time. Right. Uh, challenging. Which will be, it will be interesting. Uh, I, I, as I said, I feel like he doesn't have the momentum to beat Chris, but it could happen. I mean, and on that the plus side, he has his TV show, so that's his only momentum going in, I guess. <laughs> And that uh, is Ultimate Party. I I can't wait for the show. You you said you were going to be on commentary for it, so good luck doing yes, the translations uh, on the Twitter I, at the same I, I time. I will try. Oh, no, no. We're not going to do translations on Twitter. I'm going to be on comms the whole time, so. Okay. Try not, try not to cry with Saki Akai's match, so. I'm yeah. I mean, their core record already was hard <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. So. Intense. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Saki Kai, um, her, her, she's retiring. It, it, it is sad. But she has had a pretty good career for, in DDT. Uh, Itkara is someone that has improved and improved for every year she's been in DDT. Because I remember go, tr- uh, going back and seeing her early matches, and they are... They can be pretty rough to watch. Uh, they haven't aged well, to be <laughs> to be fair. To I mean, be... it's it, it's fair. It's a very fair statement. Yes. And her having had her career's career's best singles match two months before her retirement is so insane. <laughs> but that match was so good. So it... it feels like a very nice like cap to a a a, a career. I wouldn't say amazing when you compare it to people who have like solid matches but like amazing in that she's constantly getting better and better every year and mm-hmm. what a way to cap it off with like a KOD open weight title match and the same time one of her, like her best like you said best match of her career yeah yeah I think that's what impresses me a lot is that she just chose to leave at the top of her game and when he said she's go, she was going she just put on a whole nother level. Yeah, like banger after banger. And honestly, yeah. it's good that she decides to go at the top of a game instead of like, you know, yeah, certain yeah. wrestlers who's like 60, 70, like the belly can still run in the ring, but they're still doing it, which it feels really bad to see like how people aren't able to go at that advanced age. And it's not very nice. So it's good that she's going out at her best. So it's a good way to remember her career in that in that way. Yeah, for sure. So... Ash, what have been your favorite matches of Saki Kai's uh, whole career? Man, that's a, that's a lot to choose because there's so many good matches. I like the ones where it's less about how good the match is, but how great I felt coming off the match. Yeah. Uh, the most recent one, at least, would be her singles match against... Dan Shokudino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, like it's it's not a good match when you compare it against uh, the match against Chris Brooks. Obviously, that's that's freaking amazing. But the fact that like she fought Dino because uh, he, I think, like many years back when he when she first came into wrestling, and Dino was telling her like, you know, you're coming to this business is not for fun. 
you know, there's a reason why you become a wrestler. And then like she got to reaffirm why she wanted to become a wrestler and then like destroy her demons in Dino, who basically tortured her in the early part of her career. You know, it, was, it was a very feel-good match and how it's like, you know, you're leaving DDT, but like, please don't forget that DDT is your family and we are very proud of you, you know, for what you have done so far. So it's a very feel-good match. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, a big thing of her her whole run in DDT has been, it, she has always been the one to face uh, other Joshi talent coming in to do like one-offs. Like, uh, the one that uh, always comes to mind is, of course, the Mayu Yuhiki one in 2020, uh, 2022. That oh, that just was kept those, going. Those, that was so good. Like, like yeah. I wish that never ended because this, those were such great chemistry. Yeah, and that, like, those, like, blended in with so much of her, like, Tiger and stuff like that. I I really like the one she had. It, this is, this is, like, a almost deep cut but in 2019 uh she had a pretty good one with Tsukasa Fujimoto uh, who came in and that was like in a like uh, sub 10 minute match but it was really fun right 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 was was it the the, the, the seven trial series yes. right 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 that was a really really good match yeah I, I, there's just a lot of those kind of moments in her career where it's it's her versus someone from the outside or her going and being in other Joshi companies and like show, showing that she's pretty really good. Um, right. Of course, right. one thing that a lot of people will always uh, talk about when when it comes to Sakakai is of course uh, the Obishkin and TJPW. Yeah, um, like they just happen to look similar. Who who could have guessed? Yeah, but yeah. It, it feels like they're, it feels like they're they're, they're inseparable in a sense too. So true. Uh, and Rayway A Cannon, of course. Man, Rayway A Cannon was such a joy to watch. I'm so glad that we got to see. Like, it feels right that they're together because like they got into the business in a very similar situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Saki being like model to wrestler, Yukirai being an actual national idol of Japan to a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yannick, do you have any any anything jumping off uh, at at the moment? I mean, when I started in twenty twenty um, with DDT, Saki was obviously she stood out a lot. Um, and I think the first thing that really stood out um, was her series where she faced, I think, Satomura and Soriano. Yeah. Probably Miyakoko too. Um, that was fun. But I, I'm very to go back to these um, as I'm pretty sure that she's just so much she has grown so much in the meantime that it would just not hold up. Yeah, that's um, fair because like those were the ones that really, you know, helped her to push her to the next level. So Yeah. I have I have watched a lot of uh, like random matches from her career over the past like months, just randomly putting on a, a like random tag from like Sendai Girls or a random 
uh, her versus an outsider in DDT. It it's been it's been pretty interesting because as as I said, she keeps getting better each year, and she's never she's never had like a the same. She's never like been exactly the same as she was the year before. Yeah. And that is it is interesting. I and she, I mean, she is kind of a, tra- a trailblazer in the fact that she has been for her whole career signed to DDT, a men's promotion mainly, and still been able to make some something out of her. Yeah, she's won like a quite a number of titles. One of the longest reigning Iron Man champions as well. Mm. She's had like again this amazing six man like her timing in Russia is probably the best thing that's come to her as like in her career. Yeah. So like yeah. the the balance between her with uh you know her Sakaguchi with Higuchi then, you know, bring Higuchi up to where he is now. Now he's doing his thing in Harimau and now they they've been working Okatani and like I believe she was the one that really helped push Okatani to the next level. So like a lot of her contributions to the wrestling industry has also been behind the scenes with not helping Okatani to where he is today. So I I just remember the match where I fell in love with Eruption as a unit. The the KOD Six Man titles match in 2020 uh, 2020 with Eruption defending against Kazuki Rara, Naomi Shimura, and Yuki Ueno. I love yeah, that. The double the double title. Yeah. That one, yeah. yeah, that was a really one. That was a really enjoyable match. That was match. Road like to Ultimate Party, and everybody was like, "Yeah, why are, why aren't they on Ultimate Party?" But like the, the show before, and then you just knew because they went an hour over those two matches, and they the house in Chuku. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah, awesome stuff. I love that match. Um, it's, it's just great, you know. Like you know, it's ever since she decided to team with Sakaguchi, like everything's just the balance is so good. So yeah, and her retirement run has been really fun. Like I, I would legendary have preferred, even. <laughs> yeah, I would have preferred if it they it had more singles matches and more like outsiders coming in for singles matches, but it's been right. More her and eruption doing stuff, and I, I, I like that. I find it really fun. Even it that. feels, it feels like it feels right. Like she's going out with the team that really helped establish her to who she is today. Yeah, and of course, also I have to mention this because I love Asumi. The what the match on Natsumi Sumire's Purdue show where everyone is having their tenth anniversary, <laughs> and she's oh, yeah, standing like, next to. I- Asumi, who is twice like twenty two years old, and they have the amount, <laughs> same amount of experience. <laughs> it's I, I really have to watch that one because like I like to watch Azumi as well, and you know I want to see how that match plays out because I have not watched it at all yet. Yeah, it was it was really fun, and the it's promo the was fun. Yeah, the post you tell, the post match promo was very emotional, and they had all such a great show all in Shinjuku face, right? Yeah. But yes, uh, yeah, it was great. There are so much from Sake Kai's career that I can randomly pull out of the 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 hat. Yeah, she's had such a great career. She's helped so many people. 
she's definitely a once in a lifetime wrestler DDT because like I don't think we're probably ever gonna see another wrestler in the same vein as Saki Akai and DDT and yeah, I don't think I mean, anyone can fill that niche or anyone will ever be able to fill that niche ever again. We don't have any we don't have any like Joshi t- uh, trainees right now in DDT. I don't I Yeah, it's they're all gonna go to Tokyo Joshi, so like yeah. Yeah, they're all gonna go be sent to Tokyo Joshi. Um so Cause like it, it would feel also like you'll feel really weird like having like a say someone who's like high schooler you know wrestling in a men's only promotion doesn't yeah. really feel very right also I, so. I, I guess we can call Sakekai the last and only of her kind <laughs> yeah truly one of a kind uh I'm gonna miss having her around at the shows we're all gonna miss having you know seeing her and you know just like coincidentally having to see you know Neo Beach Kigun also yeah yeah because some for some reason Sakisama also said she's retired. yeah apparently she's like tra- no, apparently she's like traveling space and time to wrestle dinosaurs or something I believe awesome awesome uh well do you have anything else to ask Ash uh, about Yannick because I'm all out you're all out. <laughs> oh damn! I mean, it's you're all not... out. Well, well, if you're all out, then I'm and I'm damnation. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> no, it's 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 not often that we don't have anything to say, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, we, we have, yeah, we have a lot of lot content of crowds, coming. Yeah, so. we have a lot of great wrestling coming. Uh, all I gotta say is, you know, enjoy the show. I hope people have more eyes on the product come uh ultimate yeah. party it's it, i hope a lot of seats are filled to pray you know crossing my fingers yeah it's i want to ask be you a... about the yes um about the do lineup because oh, that yeah. was ah, the do lineup yes yes the do lineup i'm very interested about that too yeah me and dylan covered it on the last episode so i forgot about it <laughs> but yes the do lineup um Hirata back, Hiroshima back. I am really happy about those. It's actually Hirata's back. first time. Yes. Um, I love. I love that. Uh, it will be interesting to see Yuki Ino uh, return here. Uh, this will be his first like real uh, he, yeah. thing. He's definitely the the man to watch for this year's Dio for sure because. We don't know what Yuki Ino we're going to get. Yes. Are we going to get straight good boy Yuki Ino? Are we going to get super evil heel Yuki Ino? Uh, are we, what Yuki Ino are we getting? Like, we don't know. Yeah. I'm really happy that Hiroshima is back, but also I yes. really like that it was under 40. Um, I think that was kind of a statement and now they're going back on that I'm really I mean, looking like, forward to what what Ray Saito is will be able to do um let's say he's the better of the two but it's still Ray Saito um I'm not sure if it's the best that they could have gotten from all Japan <laughs> especially mean, in the block it, it, with Kanon 
It's uh, it's it's definitely a very interesting choice to put like a a wrestler who is more well known as a tag team player in yeah. a singles tournament. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't watch a lot of uh Saito Brothers as well. Uh, it could be very good, you know, experience for him to be in the in the duo. Uh, I have again, I'm going in with a fresh mind, expecting nothing and hoping for the best. Uh. But also we have Hirata, which is gonna be I don't know. He might lose every match. He might win every match. Yeah. Uh, yes, we have uh, we have Mao who promised to beat Chris Brooks outside the ring w- once again this year. Yeah. Uh, I I yes. Mao is my like favorite to win the whole tournament. I I, I am very inclined to agree with you on that, but. But I feel but like I, I think I put I've uh, my most likely one is probably Yuki, you know. Yuki, you know, okay. Yeah, to have like a big push out of it when he comes back and win the uh, the deal, and shoot him right to the center of the DDT. Yeah. Scene, right? Yeah. So my guess is like who I want to see win is Tetsuya Endo because he feels like. Again, he's been not here, not there this whole year, so it could be the right time for him to push himself back into the KOD scene. But who I feel like is going to win, um, again, like someone has to get the big push to the next, like, because this is going to build to the storyline what's happening next year, right? So, mm. I mean, if Sasaki loses, he says he's going to retire, but we all know he's not. So, um, it feels like either Yuki Ino or uh, I want to say Kanon, but like Yuki Ino or Mao should be like, if Mao doesn't win the Universal title, it has to be Mao. Yeah. But I feel like either Yuki Ino or Kanon, who's also like not really here, not there. So he, he wants to prove something. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, we're going to talk more about the deal in the future, but who yeah. right now? I mean, you said Mao a few times now. <laughs> yeah, I, I said Mao last year. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, everybody so loves Mao. That... Everybody wants Mao to win. Yeah. Um, you also said it in the King of DT. I think Endo is a possibility. I'm not sure how, uh, if I'd like that. Um, obviously, um, the fan in me would really like Higuchi. Oh, but oh, right now, I'd probably say Eno has big chances. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Naya had this big rebrand last year, and he went all the way to the final. I feel like we're gonna get the similar thing here with Yuki Eno. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, I guess we're, we're all we're all out with Yuki Eno, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's been awesome to have you back on. I love that we are... Oh, wait. Uh, one last thing about the DO. Um, do you know why they changed it uh, to have the final on January instead of in mi- the middle of December? I have absolutely no idea. Okay. <laughs> I'm, guessing because, I'm guessing because since they already did two Ryogoku shows this year, yeah. so they're not doing that end-of-the-year big show at like the Nevermind show, so... I guess it would be a nice way to cap off stuff with like pushing the guy who was going to lead DDT in 2024. Yeah, 
I I think I said this last uh, the last recording I did uh, that it it will be they will start the year off with the big tournament uh, ending and setting yeah. up the new calendar. And I think that is a pretty good start to the year. So yeah, I feel like it's definitely like somehow it feels like Ino Yuki is gonna be the one. Like it feels like his time to shine. So. And not his butt shine, so like an actual yeah. shining moment. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, I, I think we're gonna see him before ultimate, uh, like before Leo starts. Like if it is him showing up at the ultimate party with a rebrand or whatever. But I can't wait, um, and I can't wait for ultimate party. Thank you for coming on and t- talking about it, Ash. Uh, I I love every time we can bring you on. Um, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. I like to talk DDT, especially when it's not something, you know, like I cannot say. I just want to enjoy as someone who's watching the show and someone who's also mm. working the show. I hope everybody watching it will have a great time, you know. DDT is all about having a great time, whether good things happen, bad things happen. We had a very dark ending the last time at Ryogoku with Sasaki and Takeshita, so who knows what happens <laughs> this time around? Yeah, true. Uh, Yannick, any last words you want to say? Um, I I think I'll go with the old reliable and say go watch Gumpro. Um, <laughs> in as of this recording, an hour, no, in half an hour, forty five minutes. Um, there's the last gun show uh, show of the of the year, starring Sakia Kai, and it's gonna be streamed live so i'm really looking forward to that yeah yes. i'm probably gonna watch that live because my work schedule isn't too busy today yeah that <laughs> is a good point thank you thank you for reminding me about that because i, I on paper that main event looks awesome uh, we'll read yeah, Savi's sure preview of that on the five star network yeah you can read Savi's preview on that uh if, i mean this show will be out after this <laughs> the, the gunter show happens so yeah i choose to yeah. believe that's not true <laughs> but uh, we will be back probably not the day off because I have a deliver, uh, an assignment due on so- Sunday so we can't do day off review of uh, uh, D- uh, Dragon Gate's Gate of Destiny this weekend but we will be back next week talking about Gate of Destiny and with that I, I think there's nothing much to say Thank you, Ash, for for coming on. You can follow Ash on Twitter at Ashman, I think. it's Yes, uh, that's uh, A-S-H under bar M-A-N-N-1021. But more importantly, please uh, follow the DDT English account at DDTPROENG so that more followers means I can post more fun stuff and more great DDT content for you guys. Thank you. Uh, Thank you again for coming on. And until next time, as always, Be ready, wake up, and go.